0: Welcome everyone. Today's daf is Daf Kuf Mem Gimel in Shabbat, which will be the last daf of Noetel and the first daf of twenty-second perek perek Chavit. It says in the last mishnah, Bet According to Bet Shemai, you're allowed to move off the table bones and shells that became that came out on Shabbat. According to Beit Shema, you're allowed to move it with your hands. according to Beit Hillel, Be you have to pick up the table and shake it off. But they're muqsa, and you can't touch them. New case. Both, everyone agrees that you could take off the table crumbs less than a kazayit and um, pea pods, lentil pods because you could always use the pods as food for animals so they're not mukseh. Sfug, a sponge, in the olden days we used to have natural sponge which is an animal that grows, in the gra- that grows in the sea and it works like a regular sponge. If it has a handle. So this way, you don't have to pick it up by holding it. When it's totally wet, if you pick it up, you're going to end up squeezing it. But if it has a handle, so you can hold the handle and not squeeze it, then you could use it for wiping the table. But if it doesn't have a handle, you can't You can't wipe it because you'll end up squeezing the sponge. en lanu bet bet According to Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says that in our Mishnah it looks like Bet Shammai is the one who doesn't hold a muksa, and Bet Hillel is the one who holds a muqsa. In fact, says Rav Nachman, Bet Shammai is the one who's strict, and he's the one who says that you have to pick up the table, and Bet Hillel is the one who's lenient, who says you can move it with your hand. Says the Gemara. Ma'avim v'tevan pirurim, you can take off pirurim. Misayel be'yochan damar be'yochan pirurim she'ein abdan biyad. Here we see, from the fact that we used the words, uh, you could take off pieces that are less than a kezayit, we see a proof that, to what Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan says, things that are less than, less than a kezayit, you're not allowed to throw it in the garbage by yourself. You can't throw them away because of Baal Tashchit. Now how do you see that from this statement? Because from the fact... That we said and we didn't say zorkin, it sounds like you can't throw them out. That that proves that even things that are less than a kazayit cannot be thrown out. Others say that you have to be a kazayit in order to be a problem. Says the Gemara, ofanim. The pods of the lentils and the peas can be taken off with your hands. Mani, who's the author of this mishnah? Rabbi Shimon. It must be Rabbi Shimon. Who does not hold the Muksa? Why? Dilat Why? If so, Eim What Now, why do we say it's him? Because only he would say that it's Asur. Right? It shouldn't be Mukseh. Everyone else, he's the one who says that since it changed, it became Mukseh. But if so, Eim HaSefah. What about the seifa of the Mishnah? It says Spog. We talk about a sponge. If you have a sponge, you can only move it, the Mishnah says, if it has a handle, so we do not not worry. you're going to squeeze it. Now, besides for the Machloket about Muqsa, Rabbi Huda and also argue about Machloket about the She'en Metkaven. Rabbi Huda is strict and Rabbi Shimon is lenient. And here, here you have Devar She'en Kavan, because when the guy picks up the sponge, he's not trying to squeeze it. He's just trying to get, pick it up. And still we say you can only pick it up if it has a handle. Obviously we hold Devar She'en Kavan is Asur. That's only Rabbi Huda. So make up your mind. How could the beginning, which says you can move the pods, be the and the end of the mishnah, which says that you could pick up a sponge only if it has a handle, beir Says the gemara. No. In the case of the sponge, everyone agrees. Really, the whole mission is Rabb Shimon, and the ends Rabb Shimon too. So, what do you mean? How can he say it's a sur? Because b'ha'ati l'Rabb Shimon lo mo'odem. The Abayya and Rav are damaged right because Abayya and Rav both say mo'odem lebi Shimon lo yamut. Lebi Shimon admits that it's a when you have a psikre shek case. You have a case where it's for sure going to happen. The vashemitzkain is still a And here, since it's for sure going to happen, the old time sponges is impossible to pick up maybe even modern-day sponge, when they're soaking wet, it's impossible to pick it up without squeezing it. Therefore, therefore, it's all Rib Shimon. And that's why everyone agrees that's a sort of pickup. If you have Armenian dates, which also can be used as animal food, and therefore, their, their mothers, meaning the whole date, it seems like donkeys eat date pits. Humans don't. So if you have an Armenian date, which is not so high quality, and some of people feed the whole date to the donkey, so then, since the whole date was fit for the donkey before Shabbat, the pits could also be fed on Shabbat. After you eat the date, you could feed the pit to the donkey, because the pit and the whole thing was fit for an animal before But the parseeim, the Persian ones, Asur, they are Asur because no one feeds them to the donkeys before Shabbat. And therefore it's Asur to feed the pits to the donkey on Shabbat. Shmuel, what would Shmuel do with his Persian donkey pits? he would move it with bread. Shmuel Shmuel, Shmuel follows his reasoning that he moves it with the bread. i because Shmuel holds. Person could do whatever he wants with bread, and therefore it's not considered a bizayon embarrassment to use bread for your purposes. Others disagree and they say bread could only be eaten, and it's not kavod to use it to move dates or anything else. Rava, mitatale agav lakna. Rava would move it with his likna, with his tongue. He would spit it out, these date pits. Because he held it with muksa. he would only move it with his tongue. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. Not with his tongue. He would move it with a pitcher of water. Rav Huna, Avide, had a different way to do things. He would make a big pile of these deep pits. And when it gets too big, it looks disgusting. And you're allowed to move anything disgusting. Just like number two, you're allowed to move when it's in your way. On Shabbat, they're going to allow this also because now it looks disgusting. How would he do this? I thought you're not allowed to do a grafshevrei. He can't make a situation where something gets disgusting on purpose in order to move it. That would be a aseir. How could this rabbi have done it? Rav Shesh is the one who would throw it with his tongue. He would spit it out. Rav Papa is would hold it with his hands and throw it behind the bed so he doesn't get into the problem of of making a right? Because if it's behind the bed, no one cares. Amr al-Arabi Zachariah ibn Nathalus, Shahiyah Mahsir panavah had a different thing. He would do both. He would spit it with his mouth, but he makes sure to spit it behind the bed so it doesn't become a graf shalrei and he doesn't get, get into it. Any problem? Hadran al-Akhno tail bino. We just finished Perek notel. Inshallah Hashem will give us the zuchut to come back and learn this Perek another time. New Perek. Daf bet. Daf kuf mem. Gimel Amudbet Bet says the Mishnah we were talking before about sponges we're talking about a chavit if you have a broken barrel you're allowed to save three si'udot from it like we said before you can tell other people to save their old three si'udot also and that would help you too you can't use a sponge because you might squeeze it and sochtin the perot if you have fruit you now let us squeeze the fruit to take out the juice Let's say the, Let's say you had the, you had them piled up there, on their own. They're sitting there, and they happen to squeeze on their own from the pressure of the upper dates or the upper grapes or whatever we're talking about. Asurin, it's still asur to drink it even though you didn't squeeze it. It's still asur to drink it. R'Yuda Omer im im doesn't agree with the previous statement blankly. He doesn't agree. With a blanket statement, what he says is it depends. If you had, it depends what your crepes of grapes are sitting there for. If the crates of grapes are sitting there to be table grapes and eaten on the Shabbat table, then we're not worried you're going to come to squeeze it, and then we're going to allow you to drink any leftover uh, juice at the bottom of the crate. But if the crates are earmarked for wine, since you we're letting you squeeze. if we let you drink it, you might come to squeeze more to make more wine, and that's asura, and therefore we don't let you drink any of that that comes on its own according to the Buddha. Khalot Vashir, <laughs> it's got honeycombs that got crushed. Once you once you crush the honeycomb, it slowly drips out afterwards. Honey is a slow moving liquid, it drips out slowly. If it if it was crushed made we- a Shabbat, it's Asurin, Kama say if they come out on their own, it's asur to use the honey on Shabbat. it holds that it is mutar to use the honey that drips out on Shabbat, the Gemara will discuss this in depth. Says the Gemara, Tana we learned in the Mishnah, A person shouldn't use a sponge on wine, and he shouldn't use his hand to pick up oil because you shouldn't do your weekday actions that's a weekday act if your if your barrel if your basket of fruits gets spread out in the field you could pick it up hand by hand and you could eat them as they go but you can't pick them up and put them in a basket Not not into a box because otherwise you're doing a weekday action when you do it in that manner by putting it in a box you can eat them but not put them in a the box what is the isura of picking these up is it ma'amad gathering or is it uv'den dechol, or other things says the gemara further according to this the Chachamim agrees, Rebuda agrees to the Chachamim that when it comes to olives and, and grapes, which are the most commonly squeezed fruits, Rebuda agrees that if it comes out on its own, even if it's in a in a crate that's marked for eating, it's Asur, that he agrees to them. Umodim Chachamim, the Rebuda, and the Chachamim agreed to the Beuda Time, to Ula Ula says, Rav, according to this, I would argue even the and it was, an, it was an argument on both. According to Yochanan, they argue about both cases, but the halakha follows by other fruits, meaning by oranges, that it depends what it's stored for. But the Rebidah is not like Rebidah by owls and grapes. And then we follow the Chachamim who argue and say that it's always a story no matter what it's stored for. According to this, I skipped one. Hold on. Rabbi says I by Maybe I said that already. I'm Amar rabba, agrees the chachamim by that it's always a sword no matter what it's stored for. And depends what it's stored for. Now, if that's true that they both agree by both cases, my then what are they arguing about? Why would they have an argument in the Mishnah? It seems like they agree in both cases. He says, Well, go figure it out. I'm not telling you. It's an interesting response. He says, I'm not telling you what they argue about. There's something, it's obvious. Figure it out. Must be they're arguing about tutim vrimonim. Tutim are pomegranates, vrimonim are. Tutima strawberries, ruminium, pomegranates. These things are sometimes squeezed, sometimes not. The tanya. So it comes out that there's three levels. There's always squeeze fruits, which is everyone agrees that's sore. There's oh there's sharp, which everyone agrees are mutar to squeeze. And or to eat after it comes out. And then there's the middle ground, which is tutim and ruminum, which are sometimes squeezed, where it depends what it's stored for. If it's stored for eating, then you could Drink it, and if it's stored for squeezing, it would be asur. The a If you have olives that some oil came out of, or you have grapes that some wine came out of, if I put them aside, whether I put them aside for eating, whether I put them aside for drinking, it's asur to, to eat anything that comes out of it. To team, if you have strawberry. And you have strawberries that strawberry water came out of, and you have pomegranates that pomegranate wine came out of. If you put it aside, if you put it for eating, you can eat what comes out on its own. If you put it aside for squeezing, or for for no particular reason, then it's a This is what Ubidah says. Regardless, it's asur So that's what Machlokas is. In this case of Tweemarim das How could you say that? It sounds like stam is asur, because he mentioned whether you put it for or you put it stam. Sorry, he says we had said before. That if it's mashkin or stam, it's asur. What do you mean? We're okay with mashkin, but how could it be that we don't hold that stam is asur if I didn't specify what I put, it, what I put the crates for? What did we learn? If a woman's breast milk comes out, it could be metameh. It could cause tumah. Whether she wanted it to come out or whether it dripped without her thinking about it, it could still make tameh. If you have Animal milk, and only is the, the person who owns the animal wants it to come out. And therefore we see from here that, hold on, before we see from the, let's see the other end of the bright. Amar B'Kiva says, how can you say that that, that statement, it's a kava the other way around, that if animal milk should be at least like human milk. Ma ha'isha? if you have a woman's milk, which is only fit for infants, for baby, babies, use it, that regardless, it's automatically tamer, but cow milk that everyone drinks, adults and children, for sure it should be at least as much as as woman's milk, And therefore, Amrullah, they told him back, a woman's tamer, regardless, you know why? Because when a woman has a wound, it makes you tamer. Therefore, can a woman's, can a woman's, could a, Sorry, I read it wrong. Could the milk of an animal get tameh? You want to compare it to an animal. An animal's less. Because dam megifta, the blood of, a, of, a, of an animal's wound, does not make tumah. And therefore, you can't make that kavah homer. Because the reason why a woman's milk is Tamer, regardless whether you want it or not, is because, just like her blood, which she doesn't want to come out from her, is Tamer, regardless, so this is also Tamer, regardless, but an animal, who, if its blood comes out and goes on a fruit, is not metameh, it doesn't make it tameh, so the milk also, it needs be It's not a question of kava, chomer, of like you said, Rabbi Kiba, well this is drunk much more than the other one, men, adults and children, this is only children. It's not, it doesn't apply, we're not connecting it to who drinks it, we're connecting to it, it to what is the status of liquids that come out of this being unintentionally. The blood that comes out unintentionally of a woman is tameh, and therefore so is the milk that comes out unintentionally. The blood that comes in animals, not to man, therefore, so is the milk.